Welcome to the Legally Speaking Podcast, presented by STBB. A conversation dedicated to answering your legal questions and a platform where our team of specialist attorneys share their expert advice and legal know-how with South Africans. Welcome to another episode of Legally Speaking, and today we are going to be dealing with uh, what is a going concern and the various implications of a going concern. And with me today is Abdurrahman Farah, who is going to be dealing with this as our leading tech tax expert at STBB. Welcome, Mon. Hi, Liani. Thank you for having me. So I think let's kick it off and tell us what is a going concern. Have you ever heard someone mention that they sold their business lock, stock, and barrel? Well, that's referring to the concept of a going concern. This means that they sold their business inclusive of all the essential assets necessary to sustain the income-earning activities. Okay, so if we say income-earning activities and we are talking about supplies, exactly what are we referring when we say to say taxable uh, supplies in a business? That's a great question, Eliani. When a vendor sells goods or services in the course of their business, they are required to charge back at the standard rate, which is 15%. However, there's a twist. Sometimes, if the vendor is selling its entire business, they can apply for it to be zero-rated. So zero-rated. I think we've all heard that term. Exactly what is zero-rated? Zero-rated supply means no standard VAT rate, which is the 15%. If the vendor sells its whole business, the entire business or part thereof as a going concern, they can apply for the transaction to be zero rated due to certain provisions in the VAT Act. All right, so let's get down then to the nitty gritty part of the requirements of uh, a going concern. So Liani, to qualify for zero rated status when we refer to going concern, there is a specific request which the seller needs to comply with. Um, I will list each requirement as we go along. The seller and the purchaser must be registered vendors. The supply must consist of an enterprise or part of an enterprise which is capable of separate operation. The parties must agree in writing that the supply is a going concern. The seller and the purchaser must, at the conclusion of the agreement, agree in writing that the enterprise will be an income earning activity on date of transfer thereof. The asset necessary for carrying on the enterprise must be disposed of to the purchaser and the parties must agree in writing that the consideration for the supply includes VAT at zero rate. So you mentioned that registered requirement for a seller and a purchaser. Maybe just run down exactly what that means to be registered and the implications of it. Only a vendor can make a taxable supply of goods or services and charge VAT in terms of the VAT Act. Similarly, only a vendor can make a tax supply supply of goods or services at the zero rate. Accordingly, in order for a person to supply its enterprise as a going concern at the zero rate, um, the seller must be registered for that. So this means that in order for you to claim a zero rate, you need to be registered with SARS as a VAT vendor. When we look at the purchaser, on the other hand, the zero rate cannot apply if the recipient, which is the purchaser of the supply of an enterprise as a going concern, is not registered for VAT. In order to comply with the provisions of the Act, the seller must obtain a re- and retain a copy of the purchaser's notice of registration, which indication that they are registered with SARS for VAT. In the event that the purchase is not yet registered 
as a vendor at the time of the concluding the agreement, it is advisable that the agreement provide for application of zero rate. Should this not occur, the, the seller should ensure that the contract makes provision to increase the consideration payable to provide for the imposition of VAT at the rate of 15%. I think the next requirement that, that you mentioned was uh, income uh, earning activity, which is vital for uh, a going concern. So please uh, maybe elaborate a bit on the income earning activity. Liani, this is quite a very important requirement in terms of the transaction being zero rated. Uh, the contracting parties must, at the conclusion of the contract, agree in writing that the enterprise will be an income earning activity on date the ownership of the enterprise is transferred. This must be stated specifically in the agreement. The agreement must provide for the sale of an independent income earning activity together with the necessary infrastructure. The purchaser must be placed in a position of a business which can be operated in the same form without any further action on the part of the purchaser. The parties must, therefore, agree that the enterprise will remain active and operating until it's transferred to the new ownership. It is, however, not necessary that the purchaser indeed intends to carry on the particular activity of the enterprise. The contract must merely create a capacity to continue. So does this mean that if I sell my commercial building where I have uh, leases in place, that I also need to dispose of them as well? Yes, Liani. In order for going concern to be applicable, the income earning activity with regards to leasing activities is the lease agreement with your tenant. Leasing activities generally consist of, amongst other, an underlying asset that is subject to a lease and a contract of lease. Accordingly, a vendor who conducts a leasing activity in respect of fixed property and who intends to supply such leasing activity must make provision in the contract stating that the other aspects of the leasing activity are disposed of together with such fixed property in order to constitute an income earning activity. In instances where the agreement does not provide for property together with the lease agreements to be transferred, only the asset is sold and it cannot what happens then in the case of a, a fixed property sold uh, to the tenant? Liane, you often get this question in practice where they ask you, what happens if I sell my property to my tenant? Can I still apply um, the zero-related provision? The answer is no. An agreement to sell a fixed property to the sole tenant does not constitute the disposal of a going concern, as the income earning activity being the leasing activity is not sold to the purchaser. The purchaser obtains a capital asset without the capacity to continue the leasing activity. I think the next question then is, what happens when the business is yet to commence or if you have a dormant business? An asset which is merely capable of being operated as a business does not constitute an income earning activity. There must be an actual or current operation for for this reason, the agreement to dispose of a business yet to commence or a dormant business is not a going concern. Yes, the parties must agree that the enterprise will, on the date of transfer thereof, be an income earning activity. The zero rate can apply where the seller is, in terms of the contract, obliged to start the business and ensure its income earning before transfer thereof. However, in instances where the purchaser takes possession of the enterprise before the date of transfer and the enterprise is only income earning after the date of transfer, the zero rate will not apply. What is then meant by disposal of the assets which are necessary for carrying on the enterprise? 
The assets which are necessary for carrying on the enterprise must be disposed of by the seller to the purchaser. However, the assets that are not necessary for carrying on the enterprise need not be disposed. The seller can, for example, decide to keep certain assets or the purchaser can decide not to purchase certain old stock or book debts. You mentioned that the parties must agree in writing. What is that requirement all about? Yanni, this is one of the very important requirements because it indicates the intention of the parties to agree to a going concern. You often find that parties will come back to you, they agreed, and they realize that the transaction can qualify as a going concern, but the mere fact that the intention was never there when they initially signed the agreement will not satisfy the requirement of a going concern. The parties should therefore agree in writing at the time that they conclude the agreement that the transaction will be considered as a going concern. Failure by the parties to agree about this aspect in writing will result in zero rate not being applicable even if the enterprise is indeed transferred as a going concern. Man, thank you so much for your time today. I think we all have a better understanding of what is a going concern and actually how it can apply um, in the different areas of property transactions and other transactions. If someone wants to get hold of you regarding going concerns, uh, where can they get hold of you? Hi, Leonie. Thank you for having me and thank you for the discussion. Uh, it's important to note that this was just a broad overview of the most important requirements for going concern. So if you have any transaction and you need assistance, please contact tax at stbb.co.za and we will assist. Thank you so much. Thank you, Leonie. Legally speaking, this podcast has come to an end. Thanks for joining the conversation. And if you like what you're hearing, visit us at stbb.co.za for more info.